Shalom, and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. So as we begin the Torah all over again on this Shabbat after the High Holidays, affectionately known as the High Hose in the clergy world. We begin, of course, with the opening chapters of Genesis. Even a casual student of the Bible, any of you might ask, suppose Adam had refused, right? Suppose Adam had not eaten from that tree. According to the rabbis, Adam would never have died had he not violated God's commandment. Let me repeat that. According to the rabbis, Adam would never have died had he not violated God's commandment. You see, in early rabbinic thought, death is only a penalty for sin. So if a person never sinned, he or she would never die. But since everybody does sin, everybody dies. So back to the question, it's a fascinating one, isn't it? What if Adam had not accepted Eve's offer? How might that decision have changed the course of human history? Actually, somebody did answer the question a long time ago. In Jewish mysticism, the story is told about a student who once asked his teacher, Elimelech, if the souls of all people, all humanity, were incorporated into the original Adam, then you, God, were also part of Adam when Adam accepted the fruit from Eve. You saw, God, that he was about to sin. Why didn't you stop him? So Elimelech replies, as God might reply, I could have prevented Adam from eating the fruit, which later was rendered as an apple, but the fruit. But if I had... Elimelech imagines God saying, Adam would have resented it his entire life. He always would have wondered what the alternative might have been like. He would have always thought, if only I had eaten from that apple, I might have become like God. So I decided not to stop him, Elimelech explained, because I did not want him to live such a big regret. He imagines God saying, I didn't want Adam to spend his life 
brooding over what might have been and complaining if, if I had only done that. Few legends in Jewish literature, I think, ever have captured a more compelling or a more beautiful truth. Is this not the universal curse of human nature? Nothing can incapacitate a person's initiative more than a person's own anxiety and sadness. Nothing grieves a person more than the prospect of what might have been if I'd only have chosen another alternative. People brood over a thousand missed opportunities and torment themselves constantly with the vision of if, if I had only done this. Now, in some situations, hindsight can be a helpful exercise. People can learn from their experience. Frequently, a parent invokes this method to instruct a child a few years older than your daughter, Marley. As kids, we never understood the danger of fire as well as when we accidentally burnt our finger for a second. A young teen may never know the meaning of a dollar as well as when she earns it babysitting or, as a member of my Temple High School class does, I'll see her on Sunday, she works at Ben and Jerry's. She understands the meaning of a dollar. Even adults benefit from experience, don't we? Owning a car, owning a home, changing a job, all these involve decisions which when you think about it are much easier to make the second time than the first. But if is usually the favorite excuse for any failure. Some will explain a bad business transaction by beginning with if, if they only would have done this or that, the deal would have gone better. Relatives and friends often vent their frustrations with each other in a barrage of futile ifs. If only I knew then what I know now. If I'd only told you about it later or earlier or not at all. And on and on and on. Most people focus on where they have been not where they are going. Our Torah portion this week, my friends, reminds us that most of us are still plagued with an affliction of ifs. Adam was given every opportunity to choose wisely and thoughtfully, but he failed. Actually, Eve gets credit for giving Adam and us the gift of moral discernment. It's an original virtue, not an original sin. But that's another sermon. Adam could not complain that the power to choose was denied to him. And neither can we. Adam, who represents you and me, every human, could alter his choices for the future. Adam could always do better next 
time, and so can we. The past is a closed chapter in every human life. But the ending to each of our lives remains unknown until the last breath we take. An overlooked message in this famous Bible story we all learned as kids is, don't waste your life with a heart full of regrets. To our youth and young adults, I simply say, care more about the years that are coming than the years that are gone. To older folks my age and up, I say, don't live your life looking over your shoulder. Know the difference between brooding over the past and learning from it. We all have a head start on Adam and Eve, let's admit it. They had no family. They were the first humans. They had no family or friends to help them in making intelligent decisions. We do. May we always live so that neither this chapter of your life nor any chapter of your life shall ever begin with the word, if. Amen.